Hey, Amanda here, and I'm bringing you another Rewind episode. We missed you guys all way too much to stay away during our brief break from bringing new episodes. So we decided to hop in and share some of our most favorite episodes from our early days. To me, the magic of Disney all started with the animation when I was very young. I was always so in love with the classic Disney movies and the beautiful animation that told such wonderful stories. I even envisioned myself as an animator when I grew up. That's why in our earlier episodes, I decided to bring a much-needed overhaul to Disney's animation courtyard in Hollywood Studios. Join me in a re-listen of one of my favorite episodes. Uh, and now for our Imagineering Idea of the Week. Each week, our team will assign project managers to plan a new or updated offering for a Disney park or resort and present it to everyone for their feedback and collaboration. Our plans are designed keeping in mind current technology and existing park structures without limitation of construction or budget constraints. So growing up, when I thought of Disney, I would always think of the animation, just top tier animation. And I think... A lot of us would all say the same thing. Like, I always thought, oh, I'm going to be an animator when I grow up. Uh, so this week, pull out your pencils, crayons, and markers as we provide a fresh coat of paint to the animation courtyard in Disney's Hollywood Studios. Previously, I worked with Marissa on episode two, which is deliciously entitled Mystery Meets. If you <laughs> haven't listened, boy, are you missing out. As mentioned, we gave a facelift to the Launch Bay area, which is, it's in the middle of Animation Courtyard. And to get the full details, honestly, you just need to head on back and listen. Um, but in summary, we brought back the animator studios where guests can learn to draw uh, some of their favorite hey. characters, right? That literally one of my favorite That's my favorite parts. thing. I love doing that. We would get back in line, like go back in, go back in. Yep, for um, hours. I thought I, yeah. I thought I was talented. I really thought well, I had. I was like, you never felt like you did bad. Like right? it always yeah. turned out good. Mm-hmm. I was. I thought they might like, hear me if they saw my drawing. Like I'd be leaving, they'd be like, "Whoa, we wait, need her. ma'am, ma'am, get her contact. <laughs> don't, don't let her leave." <laughs> so, so obviously how much fun uh, we're just having talking about it. Uh, we wanted to bring that back. And also in the building, um, we had little theme sections uh, where you could interact and take pictures with some of the lesser seen characters. Um, and then Jenny had a fun idea about how to bring the drawings to life that we should add, I think. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, first of all, we we're taking a look at Animation Courtyard and what needs to maybe stay or go. And as much as we love Star Wars, it's got its it's got its own land now. It's got Galaxy's yeah, Edge. So we no, I agree. It, it doesn't, doesn't have have Star Wars. Kick it out. We, Get yeah, it out. We don't, we don't need the launch bay. So doesn't fit anymore. It doesn't fit. No. So we are going to bring it back to the animation classes that were once ooh, there. Ooh, they were yes. so loved and they are so missed and they just went Yay. with the theme of animation courtyard. So we're doing that. But instead of the days where you take your drawing and you leave, we kind of thought it'd be fun to have the guests see their drawings come to life. So um, it's kind of similar to something Disney already has. If you um, have been on a Disney cruise, it's the uh, version of animators palette that I think is 
on the dream or the dream or the fantasy or maybe both. But I think it's just the fantasy because I was on the the dream or maybe the longer cruise on the dream. I don't know, but I didn't see it. Okay. And but have you do you have y'all seen what I'm talking about? It's basically like the guests can draw their own drawing at the table and then they will take it and put it on a screen. So you watch your drawing come to life. It's oh. so adorable and just it looks like something that would be perfect, perfectly on theme for this. So we thought it'd be fun for, you know, at the very end when the guests are leaving, they get to watch their drawing That's come so to cool. life. Wait, how but does I, it come to life though? Um, I don't know. I've seen videos of it. It's really neat. If you go it's on YouTube, you the can type see of paper that they use. So I know that there's literally like you can draw in this space only mm-hmm. and whatever mm-hmm. you draw, they'll then put it up on a screen. And sometimes I think they even incorporate the characters into classic Disney movies. So I was thinking that if you're drawing these classic characters back in the animation courtyard, what if you took those characters that guests have drawn and then throw them into the animation of the old movies rather yeah, than in the I think, video yeah, that yeah. Uh, Jenny sent to me? It was clearly, I guess there was a topic and everyone drew either themselves or just different people. And so in the video, now all of the little people that were drawn are like marching and they make the they make the little drawings look like they're marching by. So we thought, <laughs> what if you know we're drawing Donald, and then what's already animated is his body, um, but then the head that we drew pops up onto the screen. So it'd just be like a fun way to see everybody's character oh. pop up onto the screen. Oh, I got to YouTube that. I haven't seen that so before. Basically, but you really become cool. an animator. Exactly. <laughs> So even if you've listened to episode two before, I bet we have you dying to go back and listen. So don't worry. We'll wait right here for you to return. Go ahead. Go on. Okay. Everyone back from episode two? Good. Next, we tackled Disney Junior Live on Stage, which was formerly Playhouse Disney Live on Stage. We thought this area toward the front front or center of the park is really missing a quick service restaurant. So keeping in mind the spirit of animation, color, and creation, we want the somewhat standard burgers, pizza, and tenders to come to life. So we would have sauces in fun colors, breading and tie-dye, rainbow ice cream, and funfetti dessert options, and the building already connects to the Brown Derby, so a kitchen extension would be possible. <gasps> yeah, oh, I have my that's chicken, convenient. my yeah. Disney chicken, chicken nugs on a pallet, and I can paint my I sauce, mean, my ketchup. Girl, why and not? Isn't that <laughs> use, use the nugget <gasps> as a paintbrush. Yes. Yeah. Why not? I love it. You do I that love already. It. So yeah, why, why not? <laughs> she's she's like, used to only doing it with ketchup and mayonnaise, but her color palette has just been expanded. <laughs> yeah. This is like in the early 2000s when they had all those different colored ketchup. That's exactly what I was thinking. We are are going back. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and I worked at Toy Story Pizza Planet when I was on the college program. Yeah, you did. I sure did. (laughs) And the kitchens for Pizza Planet and then the, it's a little more like upscale sit-down restaurant, Mama Malrose, the kitchens are connected in the back. So that's something Hollywood Studios is already used to. They need it on the other side. Mm-hmm. Let's do West it. side. They, I mean, they're <laughs> West side. They have so little space there in Hollywood studios. So it like, kind of makes sense to consolidate. Hmm. 
Yeah, so the plan is to maintain the playhouse vibe where kids can run and dance in the enclosed space after eating while families enjoy the air condition. Disney songs would be blasting, projections of characters will be on the walls, multicolored lights setting the vibe, and bubbles filling up the space. And then families can keep an eye on the kids, but also let them burn off some energy, too. Yeah, it's just like a little a little club scene. <laughs> so I'll probably avoid that place, but it sounds lovely for the children. <laughs> no, that sounds so much fun. What are you yeah. talking about? You love Move over, kids. Here I come. Yeah. I know it's <laughs> the kids, kids off the dance I'm floor. There. Got my chicken nugget paint brushes. So I'm what I'm what I'm getting is that this is no longer Playhouse Disney or Disney, excuse me, Disney Junior in any way. This is a restaurant with a dance floor. Right. And so I don't know exactly what this was called, but also again, when I was on the college program, I went, I think it was like an after hours thing where you could stay later at the park and they had basically a dance yeah, it was a dance Night. party at. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it was like with the little Einsteins and Mickey mm-hmm. and all the, I guess, the Playhouse Disney characters and Disney Junior. And so you were just in there like a, cl- like I have pictures that are so perfect of like dancing around with little Einsteins. And so I kind of thought in my head, I was like, it'd be nice to kind of keep that vibe for the kids, like we said, to burn off some energy. Will characters be there? They could. Uh, they sh- yeah, of course. They <laughs> better be. <laughs> we, we already have characters stationed over at the launch bay, so why not? Why yeah, not have yeah. some characters over? Send them over. Those <gasps> buildings are connected, too. They can just meet in the right. kitchen for the food and meet on the other side for the characters. Get the chicken out. nugget paintbrushes and go. Yeah, and it would be cute, too, <laughs> to have them like in little like artist outfits. Oh, yes. Uh, don't they yeah. have that somewhere already where they're like in their little painting outfits or something? Did I make that up? You're you're thinking of the character dining at um Is that Topolino's? Yeah, yeah. Top- Topolino. And it's, where they're oh, it's in so like cute. French kind of artistic outfits. Yeah, like it's, I think that's my and, favorite outfits mm-hmm. that I've seen so far. So I feel like let's bring them oh. out. Let's get bring boring. them over. I love an artist. Yeah. So finally, uh the last little section that we wanted to work on was Voyage of the Little Mermaid live action show. Because, girl, you needed a makeover. It's time. The, She's just been sitting there dormant yeah. for But years. are you going to get rid of my girl or is it just a makeover? Well, uh, well stay tuned. We'll, we'll oh, talk about that in a second. Yeah, this is the last part we wanted to update because we wanted to leave Walt Disney Presents as it is. It still completely fits the area and it pays homage to Walt. Good. Right. So with the show, we want to keep the live action vibe coupled with the video screen to set the stage. We also want to incorporate audience participation where selected guests will be highlighted during the show. So this is like your opportunity basically to enter an animated feature. Um, And I have to give a little shout out to my Disney bestie, Molly. She's a friend of mine and Steven since middle school. Um, And she collabed a little with me to help like get my ideas, like get the juices flowing and everything. So, Um, so the show starts with a discussion between a 2D and a 3D host on the video screen. So we're Mm -hmm. keeping the screen in the back, you know, like they kind of play like, you know, I'm talking about with the current 
Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So they start arguing over which animation is better, the classics or the new technological advancements in animation. Ooh, so the e- great debate. The great debate. So exactly. each shows clips from Disney movies to support their point. Snow White and Princess and the Frog versus Frozen and Encanto. And then suddenly a big flash. And the once animated hosts come to life on stage, and they're both actors now. Oh, right. Oh. So cool. Yeah. So, boom, they're here. They're in front of us. They realize they have an audience here, and they decide to solicit help from us to determine what the real answer is. This is where you can get involved. Each host decides to select an eager emphasis on eager participant to <laughs> join God, them on because stage. There is nothing worse than being at Monsters Inc. Laugh Floor and oh, fearing yeah. that you're going to get chosen. Yes. I'm always terrified. I don't even want to go in there anymore because it's too scary. So <laughs> let me volunteer. Don't pick me. If you ever want a good laugh, just watch Steven at any show where they randomly part- select audience members no. and he'll die on the inside. Turtle talk, it's- not doing it. Yep. <laughs> I had a bad Turtle experience. Talk. I had a bad okay, experience. Okay, Steven, but in Turtle Talk, you have to stop going down to the front when they tell the little <laughs> the dudes kids. to come down there. You have well, to stay back with the adults. Get excited and I just rush up and then forget <laughs> where I am. <laughs> right. So eager participants, um, they will pick t- each one will pick one to join them on stage where they will briefly describe the task at hand. The volunteers will then be sent backstage to prepare. Um, the volunteer for the classic animation uh, side will be positioned in front of a green screen where he or she will then be dropped into an animated scene, much like Bert, Mary, the kids, and Mary Poppins. Um, oh. Then the volunteer on the computer-generated animation will be turned into a 3D Disney character using AI technology, much like oh. you see like um, like in uh, filter scenes on tiktok and snapchat yeah Yeah, Uh so this volunteer will also be dropped into a animated scene this is so much fun cool this reminds yeah. me of Earthquake from back in the day yes. when they would pick yes. people and bring that's them. The and I, that's exactly the vibe. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Why isn't this real? Please be in the 60 billion. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and while this takes place, the hosts are briefly discussing with the audience the pros of their preferred animation style and telling jokes and ragging on each other for laughs. And once the volunteers backstage are ready, the animations play for the audience. And then after, the hosts cannot stop praising the animation of the opposite team. Right. They kind of, they see, they appreciate. That was so good. No, yours was so good. No, yours was better. Oh, stop. (laughs) Just like that. They'll probably ask me to be in it. I was going to say, are you one of them? I'm both. Um, (laughs) So it's decided that both styles have their place in history. New technology couldn't even exist without the path carved out by the classics. And of course, at one time, even the classics were considered groundbreaking techniques that Disney used. So it's a little happy fairy tale ending. Oh, Oh, that sounds so sweet. That's a magical moment, if I ever heard one. That's an upgrade from the laser show we were getting. Right. <laughs> I know, Marissa, yeah. you really yeah. love The Little Mermaid, but. We hated uh, to think... take the human in the Max dog suit 
out. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know, rug burn on his knees. Like, he was tired, okay? He needed he a rest. He was exhausted, yes. I think part of that show, though, the appeal to me is the nostalgia. I also now haven't seen that show sure. since prior to 2020. And I feel if I were to see it, I would it's just. I mean, I saw it right before it 2020 and, and it needed, it and needed that was to be put out of its misery at that <laughs> so point. So I can watch my VHS mm-hmm. tapes of the puppets being thrown around by people in black <laughs> costumes thinking we can't see them. And go to this show instead. She can't be fooled. She cannot be fooled. (laughs) Nothing gets by her. (laughs) Like, I feel like right now Hollywood Studios is just like a mosh posh of random Disney things. And like, there's no tie to the original feel of it being a movie park or things like that. At least for me. I feel like this is like a nice tie to it. And like, it feels like old Disney. I don't know. And with it. this, like with the show and bringing back the animation, we kind of wanted to go back to the days of the audience playing a role and being part of the show. Mm-hmm. I mean, I loved the Backlot tour. I thought it was mm-hmm. just yeah. so cool. Oh, and, so you know, you really just there aren't really a ton of opportunities anymore to be a participant. And so we kind of wanted to bring back, you know, just kind of bring back that aspect of the park. That so I have so a fun. question. I remember there used to be an interactive attraction and I must have been four or five, and I don't remember if it's the right park. But there was a scene with I Love Lucy, and they. That's what I was about to say. It's where Frozen live stage is now. That's what I thought. The way I used to jump through hoops to get them to select me to be Lucy or Ethel, like to be in that. I don't remember. Then my freaking brother got to be Gilligan, probably on looks (laughs) alone. Just standing there. I was, I, I'm still mad about it, clearly. Wait. But yes, yes, Marissa, I know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Wow. It was called Superstar Television, I believe. I just did. It's probably when they still had the MGM contract. Yeah. And there was a Cheers scene, Tool Time, Gilligan's Island. I could be in Tool Time. I remember. You could be in Tool Time? Katie yep. wanted to volunteer you know so bad just to do the. <laughs> <laughs> Stephen, we did it at the same time. <laughs> oh my god, I have missed out. Wow, I don't remember any of this. I would have been in Tool Time. Yeah, that was the exact vibe that we wanted to bring back of like Hollywood Studios, like getting into the movies, getting into the animation, creating, being an animator yourself. <laughs> I, I even, really even think... painting with your chicken nuggets. Yes. <laughs> I really think that bringing a focus back to animation is so important to Disney's Hollywood studios because there right. is no Disney. There is no Disney Hollywood without animation. You know, that's <laughs> what put Disney on the map. That is what paved the way for Disney. So it needs its place and it, it deserves its place in having rightful attention brought to it and not just kind of a piecemeal thing that they threw Mm -hmm. star wars ip over and left an empty theater that's from 1989 when the park opened so it's like time but also it's a nice tie you guys brought in like new animation and old animation so it's Mm -hmm. not just like saying like only what we grew up with is what matters like it's a nice tie in recognizing both 
because this kids the these days don't even know this 2D animation and they, they're going to want to see their 3D right. Anna and Elsa and Olaf and maybe they see Olaf interact with some 2D animated character from before and they're like, oh, they both exist in the same world. And they're mm-hmm. both good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Will my favorite hero, Mike Wazowski, make an appearance? <laughs> That's Pixar. You'll just have to show up and find out. <laughs> Dang it. I forgot about that. <laughs> I just wanted him to be around. <laughs> he's at the laugh floor. <laughs> you can go yeah. worry about no, go have anxiety like, about being chosen. Stephen will not be joining you. <laughs> okay, who else is dying for a chicken finger plate with different colored dipping sauces? After a re-listen, I'm reminded how much I really want all of this to happen. Thank you for joining us and maybe take a stroll through some of our other episodes in preparation for our new season coming in March. Sadly, my other jobs have started taking a bit too much of my time and I won't be able to be as active in the upcoming season, but I'll still be around. Remember to drop us a like and a five-star review. See you all soon.